British Traders Podcast. I'm your host, Njabulan Sabandi. This podcast is aimed at helping you and experienced traders navigate the markets and inform other traders. Chilling with a good friend of mine as usual, Jose Goma. How's it, buddy? Hey, pretty good in yourself in jobs. Ah, I can't complain, man. I can't complain. How are you doing? Ah, awesome, awesome. Can't complain. Just having a, some good weather this side. Yeah, so it's yeah. quite cool. Yeah, so I, I, I wanted us to chat about um, trading plan, what that is, and formulating one. Ah, okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, what what what's your idea of a a trading plan? What what does it entail? So for me, it means uh, my blueprint to success. So that's what I just think a, a trading plan would be. Mm-hmm. So it's more of uh, not just what it's not more it's more than just saying okay this is what i enter or this is when i would enter a trade take a trade and all that it's mm-hmm. more the lines of my risk management my risk parameters how much i would risk and relating to my risk mm-hmm. as well as what would constitute for me saying this is a valid trade or what i'm looking for so that's in that's what i just believe in my trading plan would be in a nutshell okay okay so so um, does does the plan include so so where does the all the, the different setups or do you just trade like a particular setup or a particular method? So um I've I've come to realize that it's best maybe just sticking to one method and rather than just having like multiple methods. Maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. But then um I can it's just best maybe just focusing on a particular method. Maybe there might be like different variations to the method, mm-hmm. but then it's best maybe just sticking to one and maybe just having those rules outlined. So for example, maybe a particular method might be if you're just trading support and resistance. Mm-hmm. So you would say, okay, cool, I identified my support and resistance from a higher time frame, maybe a daily, weekly, or even the four hour, whatever regards mm-hmm. as a higher time frame for you. And then on that higher time frame, you might say, okay, cool, I'm looking for a specific pattern when price reaches my support and resistance, and I would enter on the close of a candle. So maybe oh, that okay. might be the the trading plan so what would be the variation would be maybe the different type of candlesticks or the trade different types of into into the markets yes so that would be one of it yeah but in the core would still be you taking trades off of support and resistance no got you got you because um there's always um at least i find the, the the confusion between um a, a a a system or a method of trading and um particular setups for example you'd find someone says my strategy is just like trend reversal or um trend continuation but to your point there's always different variations as to how you're going to enter the market on continuation pattern or like how if, if you're going to buy pullbacks how you're going to enter those pullbacks is it flags or are you looking for a reversal pattern against the direction of the trend to continue into that trend, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so in terms of um, dealing with um, variations of, of like the, 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 the setup, how do you um, deal with each trade in isolation? Do you like, okay, say, 
for example, okay, a, 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 a bullish engulfing or a bullish engulfing got me into this trade. I'm going to manage the entirety of this trade the way I manage all my bullish engulfing candles. Or are you saying bullish engulfing candles got me in, but the management of the trade uh, uh, moving forward will be how I trade a range, for example? Um, so I guess there would be a different scenario for each because since we know like a, a bullish engulfing or even a bearish engulfing, that means like the, if you're going to enter on the close of that engulfing candlestick, that means you might have like a big um, stop loss. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't be the same as you entering on what are, what are those candles called? Those dojis or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it yeah, wouldn't yeah. be the same. Yeah, so you wouldn't have like the same amount of stop loss. So in that regard, you wouldn't manage it the same. And at that point, you have the option of saying, okay, do I wait again? Maybe do I enter on the close or do I wait for maybe price to come down a little bit and then mm -hmm. enter again? But then there's a chance that price might not even come down. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you might miss the trade. So I guess it, with all of those, you would have maybe a different plans or different uh, scenarios and how to handle that. And I think that just comes with a more of experience in all the different scenarios that you face as you Aren't constantly you? Tra trading it. And as you just journal and say, oh, okay, I see this happens. There's like a likely chance that price might return. There's a likely chance that it might not. So what yeah. I could do is if I don't want to miss the trade, I can just enter half a position. So if you're trading on, let's say, uh, Forex, one lot, so mm -hmm. you can maybe just say, okay, I'm just going to enter on the close, but then I'll use a 0 0.5, so half a lot. And then if price comes back a bit, then I'll just enter with the remaining half a lot, so I'd still be uh, one lot in all. So that will be something that you might do. That's just become, that just comes with like experience as you uh, continue just seeing different scenarios and all, and just journaling and seeing and reviewing all your entries or past mistakes yeah gotcha gotcha um so yeah for for for, for me a, a a a training plan um is essentially a system um that you have in place one part of it is you know the rules of both entering and exiting the market are you scaling in or out of the market are you scaling scaling in and out of the market uh, um um uh, for example, um, to, to to your point where you're saying, okay, um, I'm gonna put half half the position in um, at this level, and if it moves in my favor, I'll add the other half. Or are you saying, uh, you know, I'm gonna put half, uh, and if, if it gets, uh, for example, on a, on a long position, you, you, I'm gonna put half a turn rand, but if it gets to nine fifty, I'll add the other half when my stop is eight for example, but the entirety of, um, uh, in other words, average, averaging in, into the trade, but like with, with proper, another aspect of that system is risk and money management um, aspect into it. And no one part of the system should violate the other. So if, if, you, if, you, if you're averaging in, you know, entering at 10 and again at nine, or when, when you are in a long position, then you shouldn't be breaking money management rules. So the entirety of that trade, for example, should only expose X percent or, or, 
or however you you, you define your, your risk management matrix. Um, similarly, whether you are scaling in um, or out, out of positions, and how you how you scale how you scale how you doing the scaling in and out of positions. Um, also, you know the instruments that you're going to trade because certain strategies work better uh, uh, with with certain instruments. For example. Um, moving average uh, uh, um, crossover strategies work better in in the ethics and in the indices markets, um, not so much in 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 um, the equity market or the, the cryptocurrency market because of that added um, volatility. But of course, you can find ways of of using moving averages even in a volatile market. So you know, for me, it's you know having different parts of of your uh, um trading regiment uh, as it were being consistent and fixed at all times and not having one violate the other yes 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 definitely definitely completely agree with you yeah yeah and and for me though those, those elements um i don't have many uh, I have, I have, you know, you know the setups, the 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 how I'm going to enter the market and how I exit the market is based on the setup that take that takes me into into the trade, uh, and sometimes it would be a combination of of things. Um, for example, you know, when I enter on a bullish or a bearish and golfing candle, I look at I look at the chart and look at a level and just eyeball and say, okay, there's my resistance there. Um, that's how I'm going to exit the market. Or if there's multiple levels that I feel um, I could take the trade to, um, and then perhaps, like for example, I would say, okay, when it gets to the to this level, I'm going to take a third of my position. When it gets here, if it gets here, I'm going to take a third of my position. If it gets here, I'm going to, you know, you know, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And and another mm, part, and all another, of this is, yeah, but in. And all of this is all in your trading plan. Yeah, yeah. And an, another part, uh, um, and I, I'll get to how I deal deal with that on a trade by trade basis. Um, another part is money management rules, right? And and the reason why you stick to a, a, a particular method. So for me, like we, we we mentioned the other day, that for me, when when I, I add money into into a trading account. Um, I'm saying to the market, take it all, but over a, a huge number of trades, you know? So what I'm looking at is uh, risking no more than 3% of, 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 of my, my account equity or my account balance. I usually work with the balance. Um, uh, um, uh, in fact, I always use the balance instead of the equity because when you use the equity, you're counting paper profits and losses. So I'd rather use, you know, money in the bank as opposed to, you know, money that's sitting. Um, uh, even even when my stop is in profit, I only use what I see on the balance um, um, on the balance line instead of on the equity line. Um, so uh-huh. there's that. Yeah, there, there's money. There's money management, and there's there's what you trade and why. So for example, now I've you know gravitated towards trading equity market because it's a non-continuous market and it fits very well within 
you know, my lifestyle and, you know, scheduling as it were, um, because, you know, I have a job and whatnot. So with a non-continuous market, I can first from, even from an emotional and psychological perspective, um, and which is also, you know, what you should have as a trading plan, just like knowing yourself, you know, and your personality in relation to the markets, you know what I mean? So, so for example, you know, I've tried different instruments to trade. I've tried FX, um, I've tried the indices, I've tried, uh, uh, now I'm trying, uh, I'm, I'm now trading equities. And I found comfort in the equity market because I'm able to analyze markets when they're quiet. I'm able to analyze and look for setups when all the 60 stocks that I'm looking at, all, none of them is, are, are moving. All of them are quiet. So which gives me time to mm, mm. now say, okay, I'm going to enter at open. And when it gets to this level, it gives me time to even write on a trade by trade basis. I would write that plan uh, down as to how I'm going to enter the market and how I'm going to exit the market and how I'm going to risk and uh, how much I'm going to risk on, 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 uh, uh, on, on that trade. And at the moment, I, I there's 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 room. I'm 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 a bit I'm more mechanical than I am, uh, uh you know, subjective in 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 terms of like how I pick trades and whatnot. It's it's mostly mechanical, uh, but one one uh, aspect would which varies for me at the moment is the the how much I'm risking on on a trade by trade basis. So what the rule that I have is that should not exceed 3%, right? Yes. Uh, it could be anything between, you know, 0.1 to 3%, but can't no more than 3%. So based on the amount of conviction that I have or based on uh, uh, what I believe is, is, is the, the, the probability, if, if it's, the probability of, of this trade working out is higher. In other words, I have wind on my back. I have multiple confirmations. You know, at times you'd find like, you know, three setups at the same time, you know, taking in, in, into, into the market, maybe like a, a, a uh, when I'm trading a breakout, I want the market to break 3% up or down in either direction. When, when, when I'm short, it, it needs to break 3%. When I'm long, it needs to break 3% higher. Uh, for example, you'd find like a trade where you, have, you, had, you had a bull flag, right? A bullish flag. And when it breaks out, it breaks out on both a bullish engulfing candle and it breaks a, 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 a prior resistance level by more than 3%. So you, now you have three things confirming like there's, there's a bit of wind behind you. And therefore, okay, I'd say in this, in this particular trade, I'll mix out my risk uh, um, per trade and go risk 3%. Um, for example, sometimes you find a trade that's in the middle of, of, of the range. Um, so I, 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 I plot my range on a weekly basis and look for opportunities on the daily, on the daily, on the daily chart. So you find that it's breaking out of a daily chart um, either to chase, to continue to the other end of, of, the, of the range if it was coming from the top, for example, um, this uh, 
British American tobacco trade. They have, I have a weekly range and it has been trading on a daily range for a minute. Um, so now I'm, bre- I'm looking for a break either side, either to go back to the resistance or to continue to support. But if it continues, because now it has like, it's coming from resistance um, approach like towards support. If it breaks uh, um, uh, on the lower bound, that means, you know, it's a, a trend continuation. I would risk maybe 3% or two and a half. But if it breaks on the other side, on the long side, that means it's, a, you know, that range is now a reversal pattern. And I would risk a little bit less because um, I trust trend to continue more than I trust them to reverse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so, so Japs, I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. I don't think maybe I have asked you this, but maybe I have, but then since now you mentioned like the 3% risk, do you have like an overall um, risk percentage? So let's say um, you were to place in, you can only like trade, like maybe only have only five positions and your maximum risk all in all inclusive would be like maybe only 15%. So which means you can only be using like 15% or do you just say, okay, you know what? I'm always just risking 3% despite how many positions I'm in. So the, I don't really matter how much it like, how much of a risk percentage do I have, like uh, exposure in a way? Got you, got you. And that's a that's a <laughs> that's actually a very good question. I, I don't, uh, to to be quite honest. I I just place my bets on a trade by trade basis, and and partly it's perhaps um, because where I am at the moment, uh, uh, like as a trader in terms of like experience and and just like trying things out. So what like one of my goals that I had um for this exercise that, that we're doing with, with with Simon, by the way, join us um tonight as you're listening Wednesday evening, five thirty. Uh we will leave we'll leave the link to that in, in, in the show notes. One of the things that one of my goals that I have with, with, with this exercise trading CFD CFDs is just like all the all the setups that I I'm familiar with and I'm comfortable with, just trade them, trade them all. You know what I mean? Ah, yes, I get you. I get you. Yeah, just trade, just trade them all, and um, uh, uh see one, which one, which ones work more than they don't. But I'm quite a uh like aware as to um perhaps the you might you might say uh, a a setup didn't didn't work for this period because it was just one of those periods for that for that setup so i'm not particularly looking at the hit rates per se but my ability to trade that setup well so if, if for uh, example yes. if for example Whenever I'm trading uh, head and shoulders pattern, I uh, I'm, I'm susceptible to preempting the trade. Um, I've done that maybe more than once or more than three times. And then okay, perhaps trading head and shoulders doesn't work for me. Maybe trading flags is. You know what I mean? Because yeah, at the moment yeah. I know I can trade uh, uh, um, moving averages on indices well. 
I can trade the 721 system, for example, and I can trade the lazy without trading errors very well. However, some of the, these other, other, other trades that, that, I, that I take aren't trades that I've you know, done on a consistent basis before. So at the, at the end of the year, you know, over a six months period, I'd look back and say, okay, whenever I'm trading wedges or triangles or uh, um, uh, flags or engulfing candles or reversal patterns like uh, uh, divergences, etc., I trade these particular setups very well so these are the setups that so I'm, I'm kind of like setup filtering at the moment so i don't have ah, yeah and for that for that reason i don't have ah if my if my portfolio has, has you know has x much exposed i i, I stop taking more trades i just whenever the setup comes up and there's margin i place a trade with you know, money management in place in terms of risk trade and also with the, 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 the awareness that, you know, it's a continuously funded account, meaning each and every time you find an account, your, your risk on the open trade reduces. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so for example, if, if you had a, 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 a you know, a thousand rand and you risk a hundred bucks. If you add another thousand, that, that trade is no longer one, one, uh, uh, 1% is now half a percent because you ha now have 2000 rand. So your risk reduces as you're adding more capital, which is not to be confused with, uh, uh, um, you know, throwing good money after bad. It, it's, 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 it's not, Oh, I'm losing money. I know. I'll just put in more. It's not that. It's just part of the trading plan. Of because you know, uh, yeah, I think it's 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 another thing that we missed in in what you should have on a trading plan. How are you gonna fund the account? What's the process that you're gonna? Are you gonna rent cost average, or are you just gonna dump some a a a a large sum in and just let it be, or are you gonna do it on a monthly basis, quarterly basis, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which you know also. Uh, takes us to how you're gonna take money out of the account quarter basis annually etc etc so i don't have like a, a, a cap to say ah if if x percent is at risk i stop trading or if i have x number of trades i stop trading or if i have if i'm geared x number of times i i, I stop trading so I, I don't at the moment at least i haven't added that part of uh, um, that, okay. that that part those rules in into my trading system. Okay, cool. And, cool, and do cool. do you? Um, for me, um, so the way I trade, it's more of a, a, a compound kind of based, mm -hmm. uh, like the way I risk my 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 capital. So for me, it's always like I always have to have only one trade in. So I cannot have more than one, uh, more than one trade. So it's more that I compound because I just find it a bit difficult to calculate all the compounding because if I lose a trade, then I now have to do more calculations and all that other stuff. Ah, got you. Got so you. for me, for more manageable, it's more in, in terms of just saying, okay, I have one trade and I'm risking this amount and in for this amount. If I do uh, meet it, then that means I'm just compounding. Then the next one I'm able to change and so forth. So that's how I do it. 
Okay, so 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 since 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 you are uh, an FX trader, um, do you, is it is it one trade per pair or just one trade? Just one trade. Oh, got you, got you. So yeah, so for that way, it's like more manageable. It's like okay, because as you also mentioned, with in terms of having a nine to five and all that, so I'm able to just say, okay, cool, I just have only one trade in, and we'll just see what happens with it. Okay, is it is it is it is it um. Uh, 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 trying to master a particular setup or just like, you know, analyzing your personality, managing multiple trades is somewhat of a problem. Um, so for me, currently now, I'm just mastering one setup. Oh, gotcha. Because, gotcha. yeah, it comes back to that, uh, that famous quote by, what's his name, by Bruce Lee, where he talks about... Uh, I might get this wrong, but he says, uh, yeah, the thousand kicks uh, quote. So I think it's more based on that. So if I'm only mastering that one setup and if I do see it, Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's like having like a, what's this, like having a gun and only having one bullet in it. So making sure that you're only taking the premium of the setups and then just taking that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's quite cunning. That's quite, although obviously it comes with like a bit of concentration risk and et cetera, but to your point, um, once that, that's, that once you've mastered that setup or that those thousand kicks, as it were, you can now then take that thing and apply it multiple times and multiple pairs when you start to add that layer of, you know, managing multiple trades. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because I guess for now, I I might not have the capacity to actually manage a lot of uh, pairs or a lot of trades that's happening because of maybe anxiety and all that and seeing all of these, like you're winning on the other and you're losing on the other. So you're just susceptible to maybe even closing winning trades and all that other stuff. So just having one of it running, I think it just also helps with the emotions as well. Oh, got you, got you. So is it, is it, um, do you, do you look for that same setup in multiple pairs or just one pair all the time? Like, for example, um, if you're looking for, for, um, for the setup in euro dollar and in, 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 in um, a pound dollar or cable, as it were, and then if you find it in one, you ignore it in the, in the, in the other, or is it just that, okay, I'm going to trade euro dollar and i'm going to look for this one thing and if it's not there i'm not trading and i'm not going to go look for it on cable or on on dollar yen or etc okay so how it would be it's that i would have like a list of pairs that i trade so Mm -hmm. let's say i have 10 pairs that i trade and then I would just go and check for that specific setup in all of those oh, pairs. Okay. So if I do see it in, let's say, three, three pairs, so in that way, I would need to check that, okay, is there like some sort of confluence or is there like some correlation? So maybe it's like in the euro dollar and then also in the pound dollar. So mm-hmm. in that way, I'm like, oh, okay, so there is like that dollar confluence in it then maybe I would need to also check my risk parameters if, um, let's say, it's an engulfing pattern. So I would need to check that, okay, am I willing to risk this amount of pips on it? Because let's say my stop loss would have to be, let's say, 40 pips or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm only wanting to risk only 20 pips. Then I would say, okay, you know what, on euro dollar, it seems that it's much less than on the pound dollar. So maybe ah. I might take the euro dollar. 
So oh, that, that's how I would actually just filter down, just having those rules and then just filtering down to it. Okay, so you, you look for it in, in, in multiple um, pairs and it, when you get it in multiple pairs, you just acknowledge but pick the best one. Yeah, yeah. So we're just taking the premium one of it. So in a way, you would just be taking the best of the, the crop of it. So even if it does lose, you know that you, it met the rules. It was the premium one in a way. Got you, got you. That's that's quite cunning. Yeah. And and you know, to 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 your point, man, a thousand hours, or you know, it, it, you get to be intimate with with um, if you're trading uh, fewer and fewer instruments, you get to be more and more familiar with the behavior of that instrument, if, whether it's uh, um, uh, you know the stock or it's um uh, uh 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 what's this you know the ethics market or a, a specific currency pay or just the ethics market in general or the miners or the majors etc mm-hmm. etc et you get a more intimate detail to see okay you know when i'm trading the majors there's this x much volatility and you know how to react to that and like just focusing on one trade every time you know just perf- that per- perfect execution of of that one trade is is, is quite cunning yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I guess it's it's quite good if you have uh, maybe um, a, a lot of psychological problems mm-hmm. in terms of like um, FOMO and all these other yeah, stuff. Yeah, because yeah, now, yeah. if you are able to miss it, you can only have like one bullet to use. You would only be taking the best of it. Got you. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that way it takes out like a lot of the emotional side of it. Yeah. Because now the, the problem with I noticed is that when I had like a lot of trades running, because before I would have like maybe even 10 trades mm-hmm. running on different pairs, and now my exposure is a bit too much, and you find that in, in some pairs I'm winning, some pairs I'm losing, and I'm like, ah, okay, no, maybe I should just close all of this. <laughs> so, just having, <laughs> so just having one was much more simpler than having like a whole bunch of it. Although it's like quite limiting and the process is quite slow because you don't make a lot of money and that, but then that's just like the end goal of it. I, I guess like the current, the destination is not actually the price, that the journey is actually just the price of it, of saying, okay, no one, I'm able to just take on these trades in the end of like taking like what, a hundred trades or something like that within a year or something. Yeah. And and you know what they say, um, like, when like the 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 goal of 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 any any successful trader is first pr- preservation of capital and mm. just trading one trade preserves capital very very well granted you adhere to your stop and you don't like you know put on giant size lots on <laughs> on that particular trade but yeah. it, it 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 should preserve a ton of capital um, you know, like I, I take your point, man. Like for example, I have about fourteen trades open at the moment, and I'm still going to take more mm. when the market opens. Yeah. If all of them go down, or if all of them trigger the stop, the maximum stop. Uh, um, obviously, some of them stops have been updated. Some of them stops are in profits. Um, some of them stops are in um, break even, and they were very, very far from the current price, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
but if 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 all of them uh, were to 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 get stopped out and lose money, the hole I would have dug myself is significantly more <coughs> than the hole that you would have dug yourself with that one trade. Yes, yes. But then here's the kicker. The, the kicker would be you would have gained a whole lot of information from all of those 14 than me with my one trade. Yeah, but the fact that you would have yeah, yeah. With, with all things being equal um, in terms of, of um, risk and money management, you... Yes, yes. All, like... In terms of like the, 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 the preservation of capital aspect, you have an yes. upper hand. And of course, yes, not to, yes, yes. To, 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 to exclude the second goal, which is to now a, a, a steady growth of capital. Not by you know, yes. miles, but like steady growth, which that one trade could do, at least in theory, as would my, my that's where now the, 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 like things tend to be a bit different and perhaps some people will feel the formal and now start to, you know, move from a good place of just, you know, focusing on that one trade and now having multiple trades without the emotional capacity to manage all of those trades. Is, yes. Should these 14 trades say, excuse me, say 10 of them uh, work out the, 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 you know, the mountain that I built myself is slightly, is slightly more bigger than the mountain that I would have built myself had I been placing just that one trade because of that diversification. You know, they say mm. diversification reduces risks because of that. Yeah, um, because some, yes. some of them will be winners, some of them would, would be losers. Mm. Yeah. When, 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 when traders talk about, you know, trading sample size, does it, does it ever, or, or, you know, trades sample size, does it ever concern you or you just feel like, you know what, I have the time in the world? So for me, with the, the, the sample size, I think it comes in the, the back testing rather, rather ah. than the, the, the real work. Ah. So I think that the sample size comes in the back testing. So that's why I'm able to say, okay, cool, I'm going to only trade one trade because during the back testing, that's where I'm able to do like those 25 trades, the 50 trades and all that other stuff. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Which that, that, yeah. that's, what, that, that's quite cunning, man. That's, and I think, I think there's, there's, there's a lot to, to, uh, um, to that that can possibly drive a, a fair amount of success in, 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 in your way you know, with repetition and obviously once um, that emotional and psychological trade management perspective kicks, comes, come in, comes into place, mm. you've done your thousand kicks on that one thing. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I was, I was chatting with a friend of mine, I think, uh, uh, I can't remember the episode number of Sipo, he was saying, Chief, when, when I'm looking at the market, I'm only looking for one setup, and that's it. Uh, he, granted, yeah. he looks for it in, in multiple pairs, but he just looks for that one thing, and that's all he does. And, and it works very mm. well for him. Yes, yes, yes. That, that's the thing. Um, I think maybe as people, we need to just ask ourselves as to 
why are we doing a certain thing? And just as um, just to touch on what you just said, I think like a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. when you talked about the current instruments that you're trading in terms of the equities, and you said it's because it's non-continuation. Mm-hmm. So people, I think, must have a reason as to why they're trading a certain instruments, why they're trading a certain setup, yeah, and not yeah. just doing it because everyone else is doing it because yeah. currently on what's it um i'm not sure if you follow a lot of social media but um, a lot of people are actually trading more indices but then as to the reason why i don't think many people know as to why why are you yeah. trading in the sea why are you trading forex why are you trading commodities or even equities yeah so yeah. maybe just having that reason as to why you're doing it. Yeah, and it, it could be the most lame reason, but at least is, it, 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 it is a reason. Yeah, yeah, in, in a reason of understanding as to this is my reason as to why I'm actually trading this and yeah. understanding it, and not just following the crowd, I guess. Yeah, and, and another thing that a lot of traders, um, uh, um, certainly myself as well, you know, in the beginning, that they they you know f- like don't d- d- don't put enough consideration in, in into it but has uh, a significant impact in in terms of managing your emotions and managing the trade is how long are you willing to sit on a trade <laughs> you know i was chatting with with a, with a friend of mine over the weekend um you know sharing with 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 him some of the trades that i have and like i can hold a trade for like a couple of weeks to three weeks you know i'm I'm in some trades for like you know three weeks on now they still in you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and and your your emotional capacity to handle those trades for that um for that long you know because i know some people you know, chatting with Simon uh, on, on a, one of his favorite trade is a trade that lasted about six years. Mm-hmm. You know, so how 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 long do you typically stay in a trade? For me, it would be because it's more of an intraday, so it would be maybe like two to three days maximum, though. Uh, even though it's like more intraday. But then you find that maybe I might have entered on a Monday and then on Monday uh, you find that there's not much movement. Mm-hmm. So it might actually last up until Tuesday and maybe even Wednesday, the latest. But then before this, I used to actually swing. And with swinging, I would hold maybe even like maybe two, like close to two weeks or so. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, man. I, 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 yeah, I hold for infinity, man. <laughs> And but that's just the nature of of um how how I'm I'm trading um I'm I'm you know a swing trader I trade a daily daily and a weekly chart mm. and and he this this friend of mine he's he's a he's a he's a intraday trader he's like how 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 the, how the hell do you stay in one trade emotionally for that long because at some point it makes a ton of money and at some point it loses a ton of money. How or it it just goes nowhere slowly, eating up and and, and swaps. <laughs> it's just like because you yeah. you pay to hold a trade, you know, just eating you up yes. in swaps. Like how 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 do you do you do you um do, do that? You know, and and my response to him is, 
it works better for me emotionally to stay like first of all to to swing trade because i don't have to worry about the market volatility because what i'm trading is quite volatile like the equity market is quite volatile last week it was a, a bullish week and suddenly you know you know the, I, I mean the, the week prior to that was a very bullish week and last week we suddenly just bearish getting into this week we're quite bearish you know the the, the, the top 40 you know seeing quite a bit of flames there and <laughs> within that that three week span you know this week being the third one i'm in trades and you need to 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 to, to handle that uh, um you know very very well and one one of the things that i have is i have my stop in place i have my target in place um and i can't i don't have to do anything until the market closes so i don't have to physically look because now the difference between and what i've pointed out to him is like the difference between you and i is that you have to physically watch the market yeah and I don't, I, I watch the market maybe an hour or two at best, maybe three. Yeah. Right. Mm. And you have to, 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 cause you trade the 15 minute chart. You have to wait. You have to look for the, you, you have to look at the screen for a much longer period. Hence this 20 day will be emotionally draining looking at you know, your, your, your PNL turning red and green every now and then. So I think, I think it's particularly think, important to understand how, like from like your personality, how patient or impatient are you to wait? First of all, to wait for a setup to build for three months. There's a, I think it's a click setup. It, it it might fail, but it's been building up for like three months. Mm. There's this Capitec setup that I'm waiting for. It's been Capitec has been in this range since April, and I'm wait I'm waiting for Capitec to break out of this um, uh, 900, 990 and and uh, uh, 800 range uh, in either direction. But it's been stuck here for since April. In fact, since, since the middle of March. So lockdown you know, phase. So yeah. So first of all, I have to wait for a trade for, you know, what what's what's it now? Four or five months. Mm. And how long do you expect to stay in that trade? And you know, back yeah, testing. When I'm looking, when I'm looking at some of the, well, um, because sometimes you know, when when I have the time and I'm bored and and whatever, I just like go look at at, 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 at at screen and just do the replay or, or, on trading view and look yes because it, it, it's 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 even easier to manage your emotions when you are not uh, in a trade and there's no you know skin in the game so mm, you, oh, wow. you you tend to rationalize much better when 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 in a trade so what, what i've done what I, what I tend to do is just go back in history pick a stock and go back and see how long a, 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 first of all, a setup took to build typically takes, you know, especially chart patterns, like, you know, like flags, triangles, they take up to three or four, even six months. And how long do you stay in that trade? 
you know some on average you know they take you know at least at least a couple of weeks unless it's an immediate loser mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely yeah my favorite trades are the ones that, that take long because it means the reason why i'm staying in the trade for longer you know the trade the trade is making a bit of money and the ones that i hate yes. is you know trade takes long and mm-hmm. still loses me money <laughs> Yeah, I think those are just the worst because if you're just about to lose, just tell me now that I'm losing. Then yeah, look yeah, onto man, the just, next opportunity. <laughs> yeah, man. I took I took a trade uh, yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday uh, on yesterday or Friday, 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 on on uh, Investec. I was stopped out within the first you no know, twenty minutes of the trade. I was like, yeah, wait, okay, man. Cool. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> yeah, for, 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 for quite a bit, I was like, wait, man, where did that trade go? <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw the count on history that it went up. And I went to lower, like, no shit. Like, that quick? So, yeah, man. You know, <laughs> almost wanted to blame the broker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I, think, I think we should pack it here, man. Let's, uh, uh, you know, run a bit of conclusion for, for, for folks. Um, so key things to trading plan, the setups, the rules of entry and exit, money management, um, emotional management, psychological management, like management of self, and, and most importantly, man, money management. And am I leaving any, <laughs> anything out, man? I, I, I think just to add on is also another one is why. So maybe just the why is to maybe just asking yourself why to maybe everything. So yeah. why this why this, instrument? why this setup, why this instrument, yeah. why yeah, this, uh, any, anything. Yeah. So I think maybe just knowing as to why you're doing something because it's just meaningless, just doing and just following the crowd because Definitely. as they say, uh, what, what's that? Uh, oh, th- there's this thing that says there's a problem with following the masses because sometimes the M is silent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, 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 true. Now, yeah. Majid, thanks again for your time, man. I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, be sure not to miss another episode of The Village Trader by subscribing on your favorite podcatcher. We're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, everywhere, man. Um, check out our website, villagetrader.co.za. Subscribe to the mailing list. Um, the form is just there on the website, villagetrader.coza. I'll leave the link to that in the description as well. Um, yeah, man, join us tonight um, Tonight, as you're listening Wednesday evening, 5.30. Um, Simon and myself, trading with the courtesy of these. Uh, yeah, thanks for checking you next time on the Village Trader. Cheers.